Welcome to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil, the official Monster Jam podcast. I'm Scott Jordan. If you've been to a Monster Jam event worldwide, chances are you've been mesmerized by some of the amazing bodies on these 12,000-pound machines, and chances are one or two of those bodies have been part of the creation at the team at Star Creations, and right now it is my pleasure to welcome a half of that team in studio. We have Jesse and Aaron Star. Gentlemen, welcome to Inside Monster Jam. Thanks for having us. Thanks, sir. Absolutely. Excited I, I, about being here. I'm, I'm excited to have you. I did an episode with the Pagliarulos, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago where they talked about some of the stuff you've done for them. So we're going to focus on, on on some of the Monster Jam things that you've done. But right now, I want to go back to the beginning of Star Creation. So, Jesse, we'll, we'll start with you here. Uh, where did this idea come from to do Star Creations and be, be a part of a monster truck industry? Monster Jam came to uh, the the... the company that we were associated with at the time and said, can you guys make a monster truck? And, and, um, Eric over here, our, uh, it was his company at the time. And he said, called up Aaron and said, Hey, can you guys carve a truck? And Aaron went over there and by hand carved the first truck, the first star creations truck, which was uh, El Diablo. And, um, at that point right there, that was, that was, that pretty much convinced them that we were, you know, could do it and, and, and really enjoyed doing it. And then, uh, so they, that's how it started there, and it grew from that point. Well, El Diablo is a, is a name that will make some of our core fans, uh, history fans, very happy to hear that right. here. But so you get the call to design this truck. So what were your initial reactions to that? Man, I was, I was like, sure, I can do it. Not thinking I could do it, really. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I had confidence, like, yeah, I can do it. But it's like, it's not going to happen, right? Like, yeah, I'm going to build a truck for Monster Jam. Sure, Eric. And then a couple weeks later, he's like, hey, I got the deal. I need you to come over here in like two or three weeks, whatever. They had the materials ready. I need you to start carving this truck. And I was just like, man, what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I could do it, whatever. And it was one of the most challenging things I've ever done in my life. But being that it was so challenging, there's like after we got done and it, it was made and everybody was happy and it fit and all that. Not fit great, but it fit. Um, once I realized like I, I was capable, it was like I can do anything. We, we were all like, we can, we can build anything. And that was the ground, the groundwork for everything that we do now. Like, we're not scared. You got a challenge, bring it to us. We'll figure it out. We'll make it happen. And I don't even get nervous about it anymore. Nothing's like, all right, yeah, here's what we got to do. And, you know, I just know that we can make stuff. And that's where it all started was that that first truck was a complete nightmare to build yeah. and scary and all the unknowns. And once we got through that, it's like, this is it. It's like the best nightmare though, right? It was, man. It turned out to be <laughs> a pretty awesome ride. How long was that process though, from start to finish where you get the call, you have to try to build this thing. So I believe it was about three months of carving on that truck. So about three and a half months of my life, I basically slept at the shop on the floor on a cot. Um, I didn't go home for weeks at a time. You know, and because which, which again, these days we use computers and we use right. uh, CNC machines to make the trucks. But at that point, it was literally just a pile of styrofoam on the, yes. on the floor. Yeah. And he carved it by hand. And, and I, wanted, I still think it's amazing. I wanted to ask you, so he's off carving for three and a half months. What, what, are, what are you doing? Are you starting to I kind of brainstorm even, or just nothing at all right at now? At that point, I wasn't even really involved. I mean, it, it, I know it was communicating. But, and basically look at me and go, this – I'm glad I'm not doing that. I'm But yeah, I wasn't at the point really involved that much. And then once tra- once it gained traction after that, it was like, all right, well, we obviously can't just keep doing it by hand. Right. So it's bringing some computers and bringing some uh, some machinery to do it. And that's 
where I came in because I'm good at that part of it. So, so as an artist, at, at what point did, did you say, hey, you know what? I think this monster truck thing might be something I could take my art and, and well, build on that. That was the crazy thing because forever, since I was 15 years old, I guess, I've been on my own. Aside from school, I never went to college or anything like that. I, I mean, almost failed out of, you know, high school. I, but I, on my own, would sit there and instead of doing homework and things like that, I'd be goofing around on my computer, learning how to do yeah. 3D modeling, learning how to do all this. And all the things that I just on my own learned is like everything we needed for this. It's like all of it just came together. And I was like, perfect. oh, shoot, I can do all of this. And um, that's that's kind of, you know, it all got it all got like realized at the same time. It was, it was pretty a cool. perfect fit. So you, you're the, the designer and then you're the builder, right? So match made in heaven there and something you guys can share together, which is pretty cool. And obviously yeah. the name Star Creations comes from the star team. Yeah. I, I love I love that. All right, coming up, we will have more with the team from Star Creation. So stay right where you are. More Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil, is next. Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. I'm joined today in studio by the team from Star Creations as we talk about the process of building these incredible Monster Jam truck bodies. So now let's dive right back into it. Jesse, at this point, you're, you're a part of the team. You guys are working together. You are the artist. Uh, you are the builder, Aaron. So let's talk about that process. You get a phone call from Monster Jam saying, hey, we, we, we need this body design. How does the process start for you? It's always different, but um, normally if somebody supplies some artwork and it's my job to turn that artwork into a 3D model that will actually work once we build the truck. So I grab it and I, I build a model and we go tweak it and, you know, I'll go back and forth with a couple of people and we'll uh, finally get to the model that we like. I make sure that model fits the chassis and then we can take that model and uh, chop it up, spit it out on a CNC machine. And then once it's on the CNC machine and we've got the foam uh, there, it goes over to Aaron at that point, and he takes over. So for our fans, could you just explain what the CNC machine is? CNC machine is a uh, very large um, machine that'll take a uh, eight foot by four foot by six inch piece of high density foam, and the machine will just whatever I put into it so as a three D model, it'll carve that out uh, one line at a time. Just go, and it'll 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 carve a three dimensional shape out of that block. And it's usually, uh, I, I've cut the truck up into parts that'll fit in these blocks. So they, it's in a bunch of small parts at that point. So each block turns into several pieces and they're all made out of foam. And so those pieces have to be reassembled after that. Okay. So at that point you get that model out, then you take over mm -hmm. and is it more about what, how, how can you build this thing to be a life-size model to fit on a 12,000 pound truck, right? Yep. Not just that, but like what he left out is, you know, working with monster jam and everything, you know, they have very specific needs, like as far as tire clearances, so they're right. trying to make these bodies not rip apart so much and everything. So there's a lot that goes into it on his end as far as fitment and making sure it all works. And then when it does get to our end and it's physically there and we have to build it the life size, then we, you know, even then you might start running into problems as far as mold making the molds have to, you know, any negatives have to have what we call flanges. So the mold has to come apart. So, there's a lot of logistics involved, which I get with Chase and my other guys on the team that actually produce the parts and say, hey, what's going to work? What's not going to work? We try to do a lot of that in the design process, and we kind of go over that a little, but until it's physically there, you don't know exactly what's going to work, what's not. Um, but yeah, we, we assemble all that foam. Uh, 
basically use a, an industry specific primer. That's pretty amazing. We, we coat the whole thing. We can body work it like you would a regular car. And then once it looks good in foam, and at that point, we can take it to the mold process and we'll make molds off of it. What do you find is is more challenging for you uh, when it comes to designing these truck bodies? Is it something that's more of like a, a cartoonish body, like, you know, a, a El Toro Loco, let's say, which is not really cartoony, but it's a giant, it's a crazy bull. It's it's, it's fun. It's there for the fans or something that's more of, of, of a classic truck model. What is more challenging to you? Is it trying to get these outlandish designs done or is it trying to fit the mold of something that would have the sleek classic look to it? The, 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 that would be his department. I guess the main <laughs> challenge there is having an, having an idea that looks a certain way, and then it's that it's probably not going to work in that form. So you have to make it work. So in dig, in the computer, I have digital uh, you know by, uh, frames and, and tires and everything in there, and if I can build around that, it's going to fit the actual chassis. So turning that model that looks a certain way, and we we're happy with the look and the, and the expression it gives and everything. It has to be changed so it'll work and not get destroyed by the tires and get rolled over and everything. And it also has to be so, producible. We have to yeah, be able it to, has to be able right. multiple parts. So to make that work and still keep the same feeling it was before and the same look to it and not make it look too wonky, that's the for me, that's the hardest the hardest part. So once you have an agreement on a design and you get it done, you fit it onto the chassis, everything looks good. Obviously, we know that Monster Jam is a competitive sport where these trucks get shredded on the track. How many bodies are you designing for a truck? Or is it just like we're going to do two out the gate and see what happens? Or just we're going to do a prototype and see what happens? Or is it just you're going to mass produce these things? By the time Monster Jam decides to build a truck, they know what they how need. many okay. trucks they're going to need. Yeah, yeah. They know they're going to be pushing that okay. pretty hard. So out of the gate, we already know that. If, we're, if they're going through the effort and the time of building one, there's going to be a lot of bodies. So we build – those molds for high production, we gear up for high production and right out of the gate. I mean, at the day we pop those molds and clean them up, they're, they're getting prepped for parts and they don't stop making parts sometimes for months. Like we, we literally just go right into it. Just keep going them. into it. All yeah. right. Well, listen, I'm having a lot of fun here, but I do have to say goodbye to you gentlemen for right now. Maybe we'll bring you back for some fan questions. We're going to yeah. welcome Chase and Eric into the show, and we're just going to talk smack about you for the next uh, 10 minutes <laughs> or so. All right? Great. Well, guys, thank you so hey, much, man. You, and, uh, Appreciate absolute it. pleasure. Coming up next, we join the other half of Star Creation, so stick around. We're having fun. I hope you are, too. This is Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil, the official Monster Jam podcast. I'm Scott Jordan, and today we are talking with the team at Star Creations. And no, this is not Jesse and Aaron. We have shifted gears, and we welcome in Chase Stephen Piper and Eric Long from Star. Chase, let's talk about your role at Star Creations. What do you do there? Okay, so I'm the shop manager. Uh, you know, it is my job to make sure that things run in a smooth ma- in a s- smooth manner and make sure the guys are up with production and know what's going on, know the parts, know the molds. Prepping molds is a big part of what right. we do. Uh, you know, if things are done in accordance to how everything comes together, you know, you will not have a finished product that is of, uh, you know, good quality. So without us doing, you know, our part on the floor, make sure these molds come out good, make sure these parts are body work good, you know, you don't have that beautiful truck coming out and that's obviously the most important thing because when you put your name on a truck like everybody expects star creations to bring out the best right excellent and be awesome so that's a lot of 
stress and there's a lot of time parameters that we have to work around, uh, a lot of material issues that we will run into that we have learned to quickly divert, fix, and, you know, keep it moving. When it comes to the workload, I just make sure that everything's moving smoothly. I build the parts and I watch and pay attention to how everybody conducts themselves and make sure that everybody's doing it in timely fashion. And to our quality. And Eric, this uh, sort of started with you in a way, right? At U.S. Body. Yeah, so uh, we, we started with U.S. Body back in the day. Um, actually, Mike Wales um, uh, approached us a, a long time ago, came in. Uh, we went through a lot of stuff. I flew to Chicago. I talked, you know, I, I've always been uh, real close with Bill Easterly and, and Wales, and then it moved uh, on to other people. You know, it just all started that way. It, it started small. We, we, we seen what we could do, uh, obviously, with Aaron carving the truck and all that stuff. It was, it was, it was a little wild at first. And, um, but you know, when we switched gears and went to CNC stuff, it all kind of just worked out a lot better, you know, bringing Jesse on board. has been amazing. You know, he, he works hand in hand with these guys on a daily basis and, and without him, honestly, at this point, it, it'd be very difficult to operate, you know, at that and, point, you know, would just Aaron, be by hand, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now that we do it the way we do it, you know, we have a, just a, a wonderful process. You know, everybody has their part in it. Everybody, you know, takes their, the hand they need to take. And it just goes smooth, and you know, Aaron makes sure everything is put together properly and stays on everybody's butt about that. Yeah. Which it, it's a big part of the deal because you know, when when you line all these things back up, you know, you're, everything's coming back together from all these crazy pieces that we cut on the machine. But we have to make it perfect, and we have to make sure it goes back the way Jesse had it at the beginning, so it all you know lines up and doesn't hit the wheels. And when it does a rollover, it doesn't smash it. You right. know, at least hopefully on the first round, it'll make it a couple shows. You know, all that stuff's played into it. So, you know, everybody is a big part of this. The Monster Jam side is, you know, these guys bring us an idea and we just kind of snowball from there. Right. You know, and, and there's a lot of communication, a lot of signatures, a lot of things to go back and forth, which is great because it keeps everybody in check and it, and it makes sure that they come out with a great truck. Well, let's talk about it. I'm glad you mentioned it. Let's talk about that process, the collaboration between what you guys do in Monster Jam. What What's the involvement like? So is, is it is it a situation where you, you know, you have a truck that you're building, you designed it, and then you go back and forth with Monster Jam, try to check some of the boxes off and, yeah, and so, keep them involved there? I mean, they, it basically starts with a basic design, obviously, and then um, they kind of go, well, Jesse, make sure this doesn't, you know, get destroyed. So, you know, and it goes back and forth and that can change the design drastically. You know, it could look like one thing at the beginning and it's like, well, that's not going to work if you don't want it to get destroyed every show. So then we kind of go, well, maybe we can have to shrink it down or, or make some changes. So, you know, it, it evolves as it goes. And then everybody comes to an agreement that, Hey, this is the one, this is the right piece. And, you know, sometimes it could be multiple different changes that we make or, you know, a hundred you know, you never know with Jesse. Yeah. Jesse's constantly working. Right. Sometimes we don't even see 80% of the changes that, you know, it goes through Monster Jam. They, they, they deal with it, you know, gets the clearance, and then we move forward from there. Well, another thing is, is sometimes we'll have the truck built, and then something won't work. Right. So we'll have to come back to the drawing board, and we'll have to recreate that piece however it has to be done. Sometimes we can modify it and recreate the mold to fit what's going to be there. You know, um, so other times we'll have to recreate that. We'll recut it and redo it all over again. It doesn't happen very often, sure. but sometimes things don't line up or things don't work. But that's part of it. We've been doing it so long that it's not too bad. We plan in accordance okay. for any mistakes that may happen. 
because things do happen. From from a logistics standpoint, obviously, you know, we've discussed this the body having to fit the chassis. Whatever the chassis is designed for this truck, you have to put a body on that chassis. It has to fit perfect. But also logistically, is this something where the the, the driver is picked out? You have the vision standpoint, the seat in, and you have to match this body with what the driver would, uh, which particular driver would be sitting in the truck, and what that vision standpoint would be. So or is it not there yet? A lot of that is done in the design phase, you know, because uh, a lot of times I'm sure they have a driver chose for that truck before it's created, okay. you know, so maybe they have him in mind when they're creating that for his visuals and everything, you know, seats. I know that every seat in the truck's different. Yeah. They, they are designed yep. for the person that's driving the truck. So as far as the body, it's really mainly fitment on the chassis. Okay. So if it doesn't fit the chassis correctly, maybe it sticks out a little too far in the back and the wheelie bar doesn't keep it from crushing, yeah. we'll have to shorten it in a little bit. Or, you know, maybe it just needs to be shifted a little bit more on the chassis, you know, rotated a little bit. Okay. A lot of that comes in when we get the body built and we bring it over here to fit it to the chassis. So Eric, you you basically seen this company grow from from day one. So you you partnered with Monster Jam and start building the, these Monster Jam trucks, helping to design these trucks. Uh, would you would you attribute that to to the growth of the company to where you are now that you you get involved into a sport, a competitive sport? hundred yeah. percent. Like you know, with them approaching us back in the day, it, it just pushed us into another level. It made us want more. So getting the CNC machines, bringing Jesse in, doing doing all that is is what we are now. That's our whole company. Like That's we, we push to be the best for Monster Jam so that they that the fans can get the best quality product that we can There's no order push too high for us to fulfill. There's no tail too tall. I we love can, that. Reputation precedes it. Now, now, we're running up against it, and I do want to talk about Marvel because that's one thing a lot of fans want to talk about. You guys were involved in bringing uh, these Marvel Monster Jam trucks to the track. Talk a little bit about what your involvement was there. Um, that was like the last four trucks we built. And yeah. over the last two years, I've been dealing a lot with U.S. body and getting that back to where it was before to, to where we can produce the parts that we need to produce. So, yeah. so immediately uh, when I heard that we were going to be doing Marvel, you know, I, I was ex excited. Uh, you know, I remember and we, we were talking about the trucks that we were going to be, you know, Feld was pitching the trucks. Monster Jam brought the trucks to us. And, you know, uh, Jesse designed them for him. They worked together on the design crew and got it all together. And when I first saw that first image, I was hooked. I yeah. Was, I cannot wait to build this truck. Cannot wait. So moving into it, I will say, you know, we pushed some deadlines and we pushed it very close but we didn't fail and we made it happen and you know thank god that you know we were able to work together with uh, such a great company like monster jam to be able to put us in the spotlight and be able to make these awesome trucks seven thirty days on yes. each one of those builds yeah. Yeah. Listen, they, they, I, I mean there's times where i worked 32 yeah. hours straight trying yeah. to make sure that these things come to life in the time that they want them so they look great and the fans uh, absolutely love them and i, I appreciate having you guys here uh, coming up next we Thank have you, some sir. fan questions and this week i have a fan question for star creation stick around we're inside monster jam is next Welcome back to Inside Monster Jam, powered by Lucas Oil. I am once again joined by Jesse and Aaron Starr. We're going to get to your fan questions. You can join the conversation by following me on Instagram at ScottJordanMJSX. Welcome back, guys. Let's get right to it. Uh, enough 
Ogin23 wants to know what was the creative process to try to refresh the new look for Maxi's 20th anniversary? They wanted a new, just a wrap for the, for the existing body. So, uh, went and scanned that body that already existed and, uh, designed the wrap around that. Now the original artwork was, uh, a prototype was done by someone else and they brought it to the table. And, uh, I was like, let me take a shot at bring it to the actual truck. So, uh, at that point I just kind of went crazy with it and, uh, all those flames and everything and, and the, the, the logos on the side are all 3d models that I designed and, and lit and try to make it look as cool as possible. Um, I'm pretty happy with the, uh, the outcome. I know, uh, I know most people seem to be pretty stoked about it. So uh, I know you said no challenge was too big for you, but Pablo comics wants to know if, if you had the opportunity to spice up the look and change a Gravedigger style, would you be open to, to trying that? Man, that's a tough one. That is such an iconic truck. Yeah. And I wouldn't want Dennis to get upset with me in any way, shape or form. Uh, I, I don't know, man, that's, that's just one of those trucks that I don't, know if you should touch it. I feel you like the, what I mean? that conversation should start with Dennis going, hey guys, let's do this. And I go, okay. All right. My, my question, I, I'm going to, I'm going to bring this out again. If sparkle Smash never becomes a monster jam truck, could you just design me a sparkle smash to put right back here? Like not, not a full size one, but just like a, a medium size one just to have here. Just, just we have the technology. All right. There's no job I'll too big, no job yes. too difficult. I'll take it buddy. as a yes. Uh, Blake yeah. Carr wants to know on Facebook, has there been any experimentation with different materials to build bodies out? Maybe something new, that hasn't been done yet. Yeah. Um, we actually, uh, I've got some pretty large commercial plastic vacuum forming tables. So doing plastic pieces, I deal a lot with resins, silicones, uh, polyurethane foams and rubbers, um, different types of portable plastics. I mean, you, you name it, we've gone through it. I've worked heavy with monster jam on trying to come up with different materials that may work you know, better than others. And, um, we're constantly trying to upgrade, you know, the process and, and have better materials and stuff. All right. So real quick, uh, had a couple questions on this one. Toughest truck body you ever had to make. I would say the toughest is probably Thunder Aurus, just because there's a lot of tight angles and, and geometry to that truck. Plus the whole roof opens up and everything. That's a, that's hard thing to do without jesse and the computers and stuff we would have never been able to do that all right guys i appreciate it. it's been a lot of fun i'll see you right here next week on inside monster jam powered by lucas oil <laughs>